Hi there, my name is Safo Akono, and welcome to the Launchpad Stories podcast, which is a part of Launchpad, an initiative of Endon and Company Law Firm. Launchpad focuses on providing free legal education to women entrepreneurs. In this podcast, we let you into the lives of many successful entrepreneurs in their very own words. They share their entrepreneurial journeys with us, which of course are littered with many stumbling blocks that they turned into stepping stones. Whether you're a budding entrepreneur or a well-established business owner, this podcast is for you. If you're looking for business inspiration, you certainly click the right button. Enjoy. Even before you hear the final episode of this first season, I would like to thank you on behalf of the Launchpad team of Endowan and Company Law Firm for sticking with us through these episodes. We wish you the very best on your journey to become an accomplished entrepreneur. In this episode, I have a conversation with Nana and Kokwe, two amazing ladies who own a popular beauty and nail salon known as Polished, located in Accra. This is a story of perseverance and relevance. This is an exciting episode and I hope you enjoy it. Okay, so welcome Kokwe and Nana. Thank you for having us. If you could please introduce yourselves. Hi, my name is Kokwe Amegavi from Polished. I would say um, both of us, we're, we're chief partnership um, executives, if you ask me. Some people say CEO, but I prefer CTO. Mm. So, yeah. Okay. Well, you know. I'm Nana Amobi Chambers, and I'm the co-owner of Polished Nails and Beauty Bar. I also call myself the chief servant of Polished. Wow. <laughs> okay, great. Welcome again. Thank you. Thank you for having us. I don't know who wants to start, but how exactly did Polish, the dream of Polish begin? Um, so for us, we're girly girls. Like, we like everything girly. Um, we like color. We like lifestyle. We love everything, the glitz, the glamour. Everything lifestyle, pretty much. And you look ravishing, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So for me, I love color. You know how, I want to explain it in such a way that you will understand how I feel when I mm-hmm. see nail polish or nails or whatever. You see how men will see a woman and be like, wow, this girl. Right. You know, That's me. When I see nails or when I see color or when I see nail art. Wow. It's It just gets me i've loved color since i was very little i love to see women with painted nails because i feel like it says something about who you are Mm -hmm. like the color i put on my nails tells me what mood i'm in wow so let's say today if i feel like wearing green or if i'm happy and i want to wear like a bold color you know i feel like color on nails tells a story so mm-hmm. I've always loved color. I've always loved nails. No art, that's me. So I knew there was a passion there for the beauty industry, but mm-hmm. I just couldn't put my finger on it till later on. Um, Polish came into being because KK and I love um, the, beauty the beauty industry. Like I said, we're girly girls. Um, in America, in my office, when people want to do their nails, they'll always come to me like, hey, I saw that nail color, or I have a wedding tomorrow, or I have this function. What nail color do you think? Or I have this color dress. What do you think? Everybody came to me. Oh. Winter time, they come, oh, what dark colors are going on? And I, it, it just comes to me naturally. So by this time when you were in America working, yes. you were yes. not in the beauty industry. No, no. Oh, what were you doing? I work for the American Red Cross. Well, okay. corporate America. Okay. Um, as an acquisition and planner. Wow. Yeah. So I just started to withdraw from the whole corporate thing because I'd been mm-hmm. in it for about 10 years. Right. And I didn't want to do it anymore. But I also wasn't sure 
what exactly I'll be transitioning to. I had all these multiple business plans in the beauty industry, Mm -hmm. like hair, makeup, nails, you know. So I had a conversation with KK, and I was like, you know what, I'm moving back home. And I have a couple of things that I think might work. Right. But, of course, you have to do your research. Mm -hmm. And coming home a few times, I went to, um, you know, I tell people, um, I want to go to a nail salon. Let's go to a nail salon. And they tell you, oh, I'm taking you to the best nail salon in the country. I'm like, oh, yay. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. And then we get there, and we are like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> is this the place? And they're like, oh, yeah, this is the top place. I'm like, okay. So then you ask for gel, and they're like, you're looking at you like, what is that? Right. So that it's when I got the inkling, like, you know what? Maybe this is it. Maybe I need to step it up. Bring a nail salon that will give people the experience that they probably will experience outside of Ghana. Right. Things that you see in magazines, in Vogue, on TVs, you know, um, create that experience back home. So I had a conversation with her. And of course, because we are aligned in so many things, she was on board. And then we started Polished. Wow. So. I'm so tempted <laughs> to call you KK. Call me KK, KK. Right. No, it's fine. KK is the name. KK, uh, yeah. Sure. So KK, were you also in America, in corporate America by that time? No, I was living in Dubai. I was working in the aviation industry. What? And um, um, we've always been beauty inclined. A woman is always supposed to be groomed properly. Yes. If hair yeah. doesn't matter what texture. Your nails need to be groomed properly. It doesn't matter whether it's natural or you've added other things to it. Right. Have to be you just have to be. That is you have us. to look well, it, polished. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So when we wanted to own a nail salon, a salon basically it wasn't specifically a nail salon. We wanted to have a salon, a business in that industry. Right. And um, Nana was like, "Okay, doing the." Re- she was down here already, so she was mm-hmm. doing the research. But eventually, we zoned in in on the um, nail industry. Yeah. So that is how come it came about. Then eventually, now everything is falling into place. Maybe it's too <laughs> early to ask this, but I'm itching to ask. <laughs> you left corporate America. Yes. You left aviation in mm. Dubai. Mm-hmm. Do you not have any regrets, like even financially? No. Well. No. Why the hesitation? No. Though? Because no, it, the I was, emotional I was thinking, for me, yeah. it's, no. For me, it's the emotional freedom that comes wow. with it. And also being on the motherland. Yeah. I always knew I was coming back home to do what I didn't have an idea yet. Yeah. But I knew I was always coming back home. Big question. Of all the people you know, all the friends you have, why did you choose to work with each other? Wow. We've been friends for... Since we were 15. 15. We met in high school. We went to Fransman Girls. Wow. Um, yes. <laughs> we were in um, the same class, but different houses. Okay. My house was way over there. Hers was way over there. Wow, so but we would always... Yellow house. Oh, brown, right? No, yellow. Yellow. Jeez. Yeah, <laughs> see? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Now, let me ask you a question. Yeah. How he do you know all much. of that? He knows too much. Did you have a girlfriend there? <laughs> I <actually> did. Oh! <laughs> so, you know you like your Citerian. <laughs> I was in the fast food school anyway. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. What house were you in? Engman. Okay. Blue. Yeah, so okay. see, I'm over here. She's over there. Right. So the only time we spend together Was is in, in the class. classroom, yeah. uh, at the chapel, prep dining, time, and dining, yeah. and entertainment. Okay. So we actually weren't in the same dormitory where you're getting up, you're sleeping, you're getting up, showering, and that. none of that. Hmm. We meet in the um, dining hall, classroom, chapel, entertainment, and that's it. But, but she was always obsessed with me, though. Oh my just, god! Just putting that can out you, there. Can you imagine? <laughs> I love the I mean, look at us. Who looks obsessed with who? <laughs> who looks obsessed with oh who? My god. <laughs> Are you serious? Okay, I'll let it slide. Yeah, just let it slide. Just let yeah. it slide. I'll let it slide. How? So, how were you able to obtain seed funding? You know, for your business. How did you start? So, for me, I sold my home. I used to have like a a nice house. And um, in no, in America, you know, you work in the corporate world. Yeah. I'm at, at the age of 30, I was pretty much living my American dream. Right. So I bought a home then. So when I decided to start Polish, I knew that the economic situation in Ghana does not allow 
um, you to acquire loans that easily. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't about to wait for anybody to um, start my dream. So I took a very huge risk. Um, I sold my home at the time. And then I used my profit to go 50-50 with her. Yeah, that was a big change, like a bold step for me. But it has to be done. A house, you can always buy another house. Your dreams, when you miss your dreams, it's over. It's over. Wow. Yeah. That's such an interesting way to look at it. Because this is me just thinking, like, every, I, I feel like most people are hedging. Mm. Like, I have this good life. How do I give up on my dream? Mm-hmm. I mean, on this good life mm-hmm. to pursue what's supposed to be my dreams, especially in a field or doing something that nobody has done before. What if it goes exactly? Right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's it's um, it's, it's a, a risk. Uh, it's a, it's a big risk. It's a lot of emotional um, stuff involved. But you just have to, if you know the path that you're on, um, you just have to soldier on, stay focused, um, persevere, right. and just go for it. Hmm. Was that same for you? Did you also have to? So I had money saved aside and that was meant to go towards a house, basically. But um, when she came up with the idea, I said, okay, why not? We can always buy a house. Once the business, sits, uh, the business is standing or the business is really um, up to a point where we yeah. can take money, we can always buy another house. And what so it didn't go as planned? It's a risk. It's a risk. You still try as something As a business new. person, as, yeah. an, as any entrepreneur, you got to have some type of um, risk. Um, Appetite. Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah wow. And, and I, I feel like if you are a hard worker, you can always try something new. It will come back to you. Did you ever try something? Did you try other things before Polished? No, not for me. Mm-hmm. I, I, knew, I knew right away that I wanted to get into the nail business. Right. The moment I identified my passion, that was it. So I started to research and build upon what it is that I wanted to do. Mm. I wanted to create a nail business that was out of this world. And when you come to my shop, not only are you coming to get color on your nails, but I'm selling you a service. Whole experience. Yes, a whole it's experience. An experience. Yeah. That's what I meant to say. I'm selling you a whole experience. Wow. But so. for you you tried something else. I did. Before I went into the aviation industry, I started selling hair basically. Everything and beauty. <laughs> everything beauty. There you go. Yeah. Wow. Now let's talk about nails. I need you to school me. <laughs> because I have very <laughs> ashamedly. No. <laughs> I'm hiding my nails now. No, don't hide that. Shamefully. The only thing I know, I mean, when I was growing up, I just used to hear my mom go like, oh, we need Q-ticks or that. Mm. But now I'm hearing there's glass nails, yes. there's mm. gel, mm-hmm. there's acrylic. Yes. Like, what's going on? And the trends keep changing. Changing, especially in our industry. Like, yeah. you blink, you lose. Really? Yes. Yeah. You got to keep up. You have to. The world is evolving so much. The beauty industry is there's always so something, there's something new, new always, every minute, always. every hour. So, so let me ask, currently, what are the trends for nails? Do well, we even call you nail technicians anymore? I used to hear that. No, yeah, so nail yeah. technicians. Mm-hmm. Okay, nail great. Yeah. great. Um, right now you have like the flex gel. You know, gel has always been there, but right. now you have like upgrades. So let's mm. just say, for example, just I'll explain in layman's terms for you to understand yeah. since you're not in the industry. Mm-hmm. See how you have iPhone 3 or iPhone 4, iPhone mm-hmm. whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every minute there's iPhone 12, the iPhone 13, mm-hmm. that's gel. Gel has always been around, but right. now you have like flex gel. Upgrades. You yeah. have like your shellac, your basic shellax, and you have it's too many upgrades now. So you just need to find the product that sits well with your brand mm-hmm. and then carry it, carry it on. So how do you keep up with this very fast-paced industry? Research. Yeah, research. We're, car- we're constantly educating ourselves. We're constantly reading. We're constantly talking to our vendors. I mean, we... Because they are the ones manufacturing them, so they know what the trends are. Are they made in Ghana? No. No. Wow. We're hoping we to do we that are hoping one, to yeah. bring a factory here one day to Ghana where we, we manufacture that. 
nail high quality nail polishes for all the nail and beauty industries to purchase from us. So, do you have like a team of researchers, or both of you are the ones who are we always do it. We're hands on currently. We're yeah, currently, currently we are. Well, how many? How how old is polished? Uh, five, five years five, and about four five, months. Yeah. In November, it will be six years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow, I'm just thinking of all this. <laughs> I'm just trying to take it all in. If you're importing these nails that you use, or like the things you need products, for your yeah. the products yeah. that you you need, um, I have never put on nails gel all that before. But I'm guessing it, you don't need it to must be. You want to. I, I don't mean, need to. Yeah, that's I'll my point. <laughs> I don't need to. How do you want me to start looking at you? I'm just kidding. I'm just, kidding. <laughs> I'm just thinking that then. The nails must be expensive. Do you get that? Well, yes and no. Okay. When you're buying in bulk, it's different from when you're just buying just like very Single little use, yeah. quantities. We right. buy bulk purchases. We make bulk purchases. And we also have like agreement with our vendors. And with our industry, the more you buy, the, get l- a the lot cheaper of, it is. That's right. Oh. So... Wow. And then how do you build your clientele? Because honestly, in my mind, it's the high end. It's not just high end. It's just, it's not? It's across board. But yes, we we, we don't, we don't discriminate or we just, we cater for For everybody. No matter your budget, there's something for For you you. are polished. Mm. Like I said, we sell you a whole experience. What does that experience entail? Good customer service, great ambience, quality products, and then sometimes you they make you walk away feeling like money well spent. Yes, literally. Okay, yeah. so I coming for the nails, but you don't you don't give like money kills pedicures. We, we do. do. That's that's the nails you coming yeah. for. Oh, so okay. basically, it, <laughs> it, it it starts from your nails Those all the way to your feet. feet. Yes. And then now we're doing waxing. Well, we've always done waxing, but now we're big on waxing. Um, so we wax full body, any way you want to wax. Um, yeah. Are you blushing? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whoever told me this was right, you're a very interesting pair. Very interesting pair. So what's the partnership dynamic like between both of you? It's um, currently 50-50. Um, equity, if okay. you, yes, and um, we're looking to add other things to it. I don't know what Nana has um, written down for her um, hairs, but yeah, yeah, I have it written down somewhere, <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> but you both seem to. I mean, now for you, KK, where you are telling me that it's fifty-fifty mm. with the equity, which means that you you actually have quite some knowledge about corporate you know the governance yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is, is that how you started that is how we that is not that is how we started as in 50 50 equity and as we go along we don't know what might happen maybe she'll be willing to give away some of her equity <laughs> let's see but yeah i even meant that did you start out with all these companies structures and places doesn't you have lawyers no and no, things like that? no we we upgraded as we went along right we didn't know um we didn't know it was. Um, we had to add other things. You need your law. You need lawyers. You need um, accountants. Accountants. All yeah. those things. You need vendors. We added on because we started really small. Right. Yes. Did you ever experience any bad moments as a result of lack of these? Yeah, well, we've yeah. had experiences yeah. for, yes. for me because I was on ground. Okay. And I hadn't been to Ghana in a while. I lived in America. Yeah. Um, I, I left right after high school. So coming home to start a business of from scratch, getting people involved in, as far as construction. Like, I didn't know anything about construction. Mm-hmm. But now right. I can proudly say that I know a lot about construction because some of the uh, people, the people that we hired to help build you know, the structure and everything Mm -hmm. took money away from us. So that kind of pushed me to sit up and do more than just sit there and supervise. So that that kind of left a bitter taste in my mouth because I'm trusting you with 
my a the profit from my, from my home. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. sold my home. Yeah, you know, to come and do this, and then you're the stealing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So then it happened that I have to follow them everywhere. I go to the market with them. We buy the timber. We buy the everything. Locks. I look Paintings, all everything. Those so yeah. now put me in. Give me a, a structure. I'll put it up for you. So that's mm-hmm. the learning curve. Yes. Yeah. So even though they stole from us, we got something good out of it mm-hmm. because then it made me sit up and I also learn something else right. other than nails. It's always such a harsh experience and i keep seeing this online i keep hearing that from friends who left you know lives outside Mm -hmm, the country mm -hmm. to come and start up in ghana it's like if you don't do your research properly it's a shock it's such a serious shock and i know people that just Mm -hmm, packed up and mm -hmm, went back mm -hmm. like i thought ghana a lot of people give up and they leave yeah yeah yeah. so so for you to be able to stay on till this point Mm -hmm. i think there's so much Oh, okay, that's it. But <laughs> there's so much. There's just so much. We're not going so anywhere. And you know, going <laughs> back to the partnership dynamic for me, yeah. I mean, I know she said it's 50-50, but for me, um, for, for, for us, it requires 100% in everything. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, um, commitment, participation, mm-hmm. and also problem solving. Mm-hmm. You know, we always have to think about things. Make sure it, li- it aligns with our vision. Then right. we can come to a solid decision. Do you so have clashes? Oh, oh yeah. yes. We do. We do. <laughs> that sounds like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, we do. Yeah, and what's the process do. for resolving all that? How do you make sure that this partnership does not sink? Well, um, again, we always have to look at our vision for the brand. Mm. And since our vision is similar, we always got to talk it out. Yeah. Look at what's best for the brand. Right. And then settle on it. And um, for me, this is how I see it as well. At this point, it's not just us. There's other people that are looking to go into partnership. Mm. And we're sort of role models now. So we cannot give up along the way just because we're having clashes. No. Right. We have to continue and make sure that the, the, um, we achieve what it is that we've put out there, basically. What's the vision for Polished? Because you've mentioned that a few times. Mm-hmm. Your visions are similar. She didn't say same. She said similar. similar. <laughs> now I'm interested. Yeah. I mean, you cannot have same, same. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. There has to be similar mm-hmm. for you to eventually get a good. There has to be, that's, just, that's the balance. Okay. If it's same, it's boring. Mm. But if it's similar, you merge it. And then it becomes and great. Something, and something beautiful comes out That's of right. it. That's how we look at it. Great. So what's the vision? So the vision for Polish is to be able to have a space where um, people feel comfortable, people feel safe, mm. to indulge in all levels of beauty without ever feeling um, inadequate. Right. Is that same for you? Similar for you? For me, yes, space is important, but also a space that people can have different types of services. Right. We're not just focusing on um, nails now. We're going into other things as well. Well, you have to find out later. We can't divulge everything. That's all right. <laughs> and then <laughs> when I say space, I don't mean just, I don't mean limited to the mm-hmm. space, our workspace. Mm-hmm. No. Polish serves as an outlet mm-hmm. mm. for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I had to realize that when I got into the beauty industry, okay. people come, they're getting their nails done, but there is an escape mm-hmm. from right. or the hustle and bustle for maybe work, for motherhood. Some from people stress, socializing you know, as well. And, and it could only be 10 minutes of getting a nail polish, but it's an escape. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's a feeling that they can't explain. But for that 10 minutes... They need their peace and quiet to function in what it is that they're getting. Mm-hmm. And I only found this out because I interact with my customers. Okay. You know, I'm always constantly talking to them because that's how I also get to know what they need and what we're doing right, where we can improve. Feedback is very important. Yeah, so once we do that, you know, you get to see where people's mental state are. And I realized that it is an outlet. Wow. Like for me, when I get my hair washed, I feel oh. really good. <laughs> it's an outlet for me. Mm. When I get my nails done, I'm a totally I'm a new t- person. person. Yeah. Your feet Sheesh. clean. Yeah. I'm taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, People just feel like, oh, it's just, what's, what's the big deal? It's just a nail mm-hmm. salon. Mm-hmm. No, right. it is more than that. It is more than that. Just like people would tell me, um, oh, why would you leave your job? You have all this good job. Why would you leave your job to go and do nails? I'm like, that is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. and That's what I'm going to do. Right. And then you tell people like, it's oh, what you, what you nails, do? I own a yeah. nail salon. And okay. they feel like it's not a, okay. it's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, okay. And, but it is a big deal. It is a big deal. Just like every other profession, it is a big deal. I feel like I can relate a bit, mm-hmm. only because somebody paid for me to go for a massage once. Well, I had the mm-hmm. money and petty mm-hmm. done as well, in a place in East Ligon. And it was so refreshing. Good. I could never understand See? why. Yeah. Your like, thought changed. Oh. Your thought you process changed. You need to step away a little bit from the hustle and bustle of yes. life and right. just zone in on yourself. Mm-hmm. Relax. You know? And weird that's question. what we sell. So weird question. How often, I mean, because if um. I'm getting this relaxing feeling, how often do you change your nails or even advise people <laughs> to get their nails done? Well, I mean, for every product has a, a lifeline mm-hmm. okay. with our industry so okay. let's say if you're getting acrylics we advise that, that you maintain every two weeks okay because every two weeks you get a push so you have to refill unless maybe you just want to change color i have customers who come in after a weekend like oh i'm bored with this color can i do another one mm. see it's it's the i like the how versatile it is like right. you can always change, change or upgrade yeah. or downgrade or you can have long oh, nails relax. today i'm yeah. like oh i want short nails tomorrow i mean i have red now the next minute i want green it's just mm. that's then the again, beauty yeah. of being in the beauty space right get to see people evolve get to see things evolve get to see things enhanced you know it's it's um it's a great just, feeling just just as she men- mentioned earlier um, your nails reflect your mood. So sometimes people are like, oh, I think I'm, I need to step back a little bit. And they take everything off and yeah. they rest for a week. And what? then they continue. Yeah. yeah. And you know, like for me, when I was a little kid, my dad will always make sure that my sisters and I, our hair, our nails are always like Good. on point. Mm-hmm. So I grew with the idea that anybody that has long nails, like, especially a man like that's a no no like how well, you're making him look at like, like, like <laughs> how can your nails be unkept like what what is the first thing you know for, me, like, it's yes, the first for us thing. it's the first thing yeah. like when we see you we're looking at your nails and your feet like how the toes you know oh my god yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're not judging per se but we are looking because, because it goes to show whether you, know, some you people you're also somebody, don't know. Some if don't you don't know. take care of yourself, how are you going to take care of me? Yeah. Wow. Long nails, yeah. it was dirt. I find that men have the most, horrend- most yeah. horrible nails. Well, but it will shock you, the number of men that are actually taking care of themselves now. Now, yeah. Mm, yes. Okay, fair. Polish. They're making a, a more effort. Like more yeah, they're making effort more efforts. Now. And yeah. I see it every day in my shop and I'm happy. I walk in most days, it's full of women, and I walk in most days and it's, and it's full, full of men. men. <laughs> yes, no yes. Mm-hmm. Listen, times have changed. Okay. And kudos to all the men out there. That we love and appreciate you. To make sure your nails look good and Enjoy your toes look <laughs> damn good. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so, what is... Anyway, Little Bear told me that you both live together. Yes, we, we do. do. How that works is... Was it, was it a financial decision? Oh, no. No. It wasn't. It wasn't. However, we had a plan. Yes. We have a plan in place. Yes. So, so you, you have slow, to sacrifice. Yeah. You know, right. being a businesswoman, being an ambitious person, you constantly think ahead. You constantly make sacrifices mm. to get to where you want to be. And living together is one of the sacrifices for what it is that we're intending to do in the future. Yes. But of course, we don't need to explain that to anybody. Of course. We're very happy. (laughs) (laughs) So what are some of the challenges that you faced in running your business? Even before that, I know you have um, an office 
in East Legon. Is mm-hmm. that the only mm-hmm. one currently? There's no, there's no, one in La Bonnie. Our flagship store is in La Bonnie. That's to where we started. And then the second one came up in East, East Legon. Oh, no, tell me. So, how, so you started off in La Bonnie. Yes. So we started how? very small with only three pedicure chairs. Okay. And four nail stations. Nail stations. And, and now the space. Were you doing yeah. that all by yourself? Like you were attending to that Laboni store all by yourself? Yeah. yeah. Well, I had mm. workers. I had my nail tax. Yeah. Okay. Um, and everybody there, but she was in Dubai. I think so. I was running it um, solely, fully. Um, I conceptualize everything in the mm-hmm. store even till today. today yeah. Even though my background is not in nails, mm-hmm. I conceptualize everything mm-hmm. um, from beginning to end. Um, and I think there's a question that most people would like to would like for us to answer. They are no, always thinking. I want him to answer yeah. the question. Okay. No, I want him to ask okay. the question. Okay. Yes. Okay. No. <laughs> 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, what's he thinking? Now it's gone. <laughs> oh, so I was. I wanted to find out. So if you started in Laboni, mm-hmm. when did you join from Dubai? Close to two years now, almost. Okay, yes. okay, so for about three years you she, had yes, been. Yeah. So at what point did you move on to having the other mm. store in East Ligon? Uh, last, it was almost two years two now. Two years, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, almost two, two years. Two years now. in September. Yeah. So two how years. does, how, how does, a, how does running both stores work? What does a normal day look like? Um, she stays in East Ligon pretty much most, mm-hmm. of, the most time, of the time. And yeah. then I stay in Laboni. Um, okay. It's pretty fine. And then we have a structure. We, we run uh, around. We rotate. Yeah. Um, we have a structure in place, so it's very easy, seamless. You know, transitioning into our daily um, yeah. duties and stuff like that. We have no problem there. Um, right now, my mind goes to because obviously you're in an industry that's very physical, yes. for mm-hmm. lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. How did you survive through COVID? We did. That's we when did. we opened yeah. our second location. No way. Yes. We opened yes way. Uh, just after COVID. Yeah. Yes. We in, were in between. In be- yeah. No, the because, in the because of COVID. Yeah, in actually, the height of COVID. Height of yeah. COVID. We opened because lockdown was in March ish, and then yeah, we were preparing. Yeah. We Wait. So who was coming into those stores when? The whole social distancing thing was people were coming, but see mm-hmm. the thing is because we think ahead, we invested. We made, yeah. we made provisions. The moment we knew that our world has changed, we made provisions that will fit with our latest lifestyle, which is the protocols, the, make pro- people the feel social distancing and things mm. like that. So we actually spent a lot more money mm. because we not we not to, to alleviate people's to, fears. Yes, basically. and also mm. we spent more money to um, make sure people feel safe and you know. You know, it was a very difficult time. It was a trying time. Yeah. You know, people were very skeptical. And especially when you're in the beauty industry, we got hit hard. Yeah. We got hit really, really hard because, you know, you have people touching your hands. Mm-hmm. And this is Absolutely. a disease that was, uh, mm-hmm. you know, when somebody... People were scared to you come into the store. So, so we had to put yep. measures in place that would make them feel comfortable when they came into I'm interested. Space. What kind of measures? Well, we, oh, so we invested in like um, the, yeah. the petitions where it separates the worker from the clients. Mm-hmm. Right. So then oh. if it's, yeah, 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 yeah. Those cost a lot. And I think we were the first people that did it. Mm-hmm. And the vendor that we got to do it, because he, he, he wasn't doing it. Mm-hmm. It was kind of new, mm. you know, so it, it was expensive. So like we had to buy sinks for the, the location, for the, the outside. We didn't want to do just the barrel and yep. the drum thing. So, so we a lot of sanitary things. Exactly. You know. well, so, that, so that means that if I came into the mm-hmm. store around that period, mm-hmm. it feels like a pod. I would enter one side and then whoever is attending to mm-hmm. my new Yeah, it's on the other side. On the, on the other, other side. side. Yes, yeah. Amazing. So you don't come into contact. You, it's the hands Just alone, the hands. and you have your sanitizer there, and you're washing your hands outside before you come in. So and you have your mask on. We wouldn't let people in without their mask That's on. No, we were very strict on that. But, did you run as a loss in that period? Because there was a time where mm-hmm. businesses were closed. Mm-hmm. Yes, we yeah. did. Yes, mm-hmm. a, a lot of things hit us for yeah. COVID. How did you manage that when things were closed down? Did you think about the future? Well, no. Yes, but then we also knew. Um, like I said, we are mm-hmm. we adjusted pretty quickly. the The main thing was to get the customers to believe that um, they're safe when they come to polish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that is what we worked on. Because think about it, you can put whatever it is that you have in there. If the customer is not comfortable coming in, they're not mm-hmm. gonna come. 
Right. But because we had built such a solid clientele, they knew how we operate. So whatever we implemented at the time, they trusted. They, they had trust. And we are so grateful for our customers who, who trusted us during those period and stayed with us. I can tell you that I still have 85%. I've returned 85% of oh, my customers. Guy, yeah. Wow. Yes. How long did it take for you to break even when you started? Not long. Not long. About two because years. After like two years, years, we moved. Yeah, yeah. 24 months. Mm. Just before we hit 24 months. Mm. That's great. And then we kept reinvesting. Into that. Yes. Okay, great. What, individually, when it comes to business, what are your non-negotiables? Um, personally, I would say integrity. Right. And also, for me, I believe it's the people that make up the business at the end of the day, whether it's the staff, whether it's the clients, they make up your business. So anything that affects them is a non-negotiable for me. Mm. Yeah. How do you, so how do you make sure your staff is like feeling 100 all the time, if that's even possible? You can't make them feel 100 all the time, but right. you can try to make them feel 100 all the time and then come to you. You can only try, but sometimes mm. you do have a few circumstances where you can't, do you can't give them what they want yeah mm. for me it's um lack of integrity and accountability mm. if you can be honest mm -hmm. if you can account for things it's a no-no for me yeah. Mm. Yeah. so do you employ sort of like um tech in your in running your business i'm asking because a lot of times when i'm seated opposite entrepreneurs and I'm hearing the similar story of being cheated. Mm -hmm. Their workers stealing from mm. them, things like that. And it's not just their workers, even people that they're outsourcing things mm -hmm. from. How, how do you maintain that? Well, for us, it, we offer very decent incentives to our workers. Okay. So it, it kind of curbs Mitigate, yeah. the theft mm -hmm. um, issue. Mm. It rather boosts, we do that so that it could boost their morale. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, we're constantly um, communicating with our workers. So I personally, I can pick up instantly when something is off. Right. So then I can address it quickly instantly. before it escalates. Mm -hmm. You know, but we treat our workers well that theft is really not an issue, an issue. at work. Mm -hmm. We also have a lot of, impl we've implemented a lot of rules and um, orders so and also people are accountable to accountable for what they do. Yes. So you, when you come to the table, well, you have to you be have accountable. To. I will hold you yeah. accountable mm -hmm. if you can't. Like, again, like I said, it's a non-negotiable for me. Right. Do you know this entire time? I need to. I need to make a confession. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me this entire. I don't know if it's because of the interview we're having, but since both of you sat before me, I've just been looking at your nails. <laughs> We haven't even done them yet. This, like for me, I have time. This yeah, this is old. old. Yeah. We're getting so, them so done this what week. Nails are these? This is acrylic. Acrylic. Yes. I'm tempted to ask you. So this one, right? They put the powder, and then we put a nice polish, and then you draw your French. Basically, that's so what this I is have. French this is nails. French. What she nails. has is yes. French. So do you, do you stick this on? No, this so is my own nails. These are her own nails. Oh. Yes. Yes. Because we have products that actually grow your nails. Grow out your nails. nails. Yes. Yes. I don't know if you know, we actually launched our own line of products. And what, she, what actually grew her nail to this length mm -hmm. is one of our flex gel products. That you make yourself. Yes, yes, yes. Monkey play by size. Can you not put this in there? Oh, no, like I told you, the vision is huge. We're trying to be the best nail powerhouse in Africa. We're trying to go global, actually. Wow. With our brand, especially now with our nail polish, we're trying to penetrate the market. Mm. Um, in like Nigeria, Ivory Coast, West Africa, yeah, yeah. and then onwards. Sheesh, is that so reason why the polish is like an apostrophe? Okay, so the story, um, we Maybe tell the story. We <laughs> so, we um see ourselves as proper women, right? Um, we're well raised. We are very fine in terms of character, 
um, we carry our finesse while um, we're polished. Uh, as in polished. With, you know when something is polished, you know yeah, the meaning. Yeah. Polished as in yeah. proper. Um, so when we Chant. decided to um, <laughs> name our brand with everything that I've just said about mm-hmm. us, you know, something that... Our lifestyle, uh, yes, what, what is that happening. Yeah. Who we are. Right. The name Polish was already taken with the E. Oh, right, okay. So we went with the apostrophe so that it still sounds the same. Yeah. But then it means polish the business that we're doing, but then polish us who we are as human beings. Mm. Who came up with this name? I'm interested. Oh, us. Yeah. Yes, and then I have a cousin. Shout out to Stace. Yeah, Stace, we love you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she helped us, right? Because um, we w- we picked a name, but then we a were a couple not, of names. Yes, yeah. and then she was like, "No, go with this one. Go with this one." So she pretty much also gave us um, reasons why we should stick with. Right. Just so people get this clearly, when you say the name was taken. It just means that when you're registering your uh, name exactly. with the RGD, mm-hmm. you first need to search. Mm-hmm. You have a we hadn't even got, got we hadn't that part. Gotten, oh, really? yeah, yeah, we hadn't. We just, we did just had like own, a, yeah. a little powwow mm. um, at, uh, what was that place? Cupcake old Boutique. Cupcake, you know the yeah. old Cupcake yeah. Boutique? Mm-hmm. That's where we had our meetings. Yeah. So okay. we met with our creative guy about to do the, the logo. And we had all these crazy names picked out. And none of them was working. And Stace basically was, was like, like, okay, this... This makes one. it look bad. Uh, this is that. This is that. that. And then eventually <laughs> yeah. we settled uh, on, on that. Polished, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then when you went into the RGD system. Yes. It, it, was, was, available. it was available. Yes, yeah, it was available. Course, mm-hmm. no yeah. So that's what I was saying. You just have to search in the system. If the name is taken, mm-hmm. I mean, they'll let you know that you can register yeah. your mm-hmm. business in that name. And then you move on from there. Great stuff. I'm glad you finally told me the story. Now, <laughs> now the whole world knows. <laughs> Do you have mentors or do you have mentors in this journey? Well, for me, it's my paternal grandmother. Right. Um, and then my dad, of course. Um, when I was a young girl, well, when I was a little girl, my dad would drop me off at my grandma's house. And my grandma would be ordering people around. And then I found out that, you know, my grandma actually owns, um, you know, the, the paper egg crates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're from the old school. Yeah. She was the first woman that brought it to West Africa. Ooh. So entrepreneur has always been in my family. It's been in my blood. Love and that. she worked closely with my father. So And my father also taught us about, taught me and my sisters about being compassionate, you know, always exercise, patience, integrity, yeah. and all those things. So when you run a business like we do, those things fall. You, you have to have those characteristics to be able to be a good leader. So right. those two people. Mine um, is or was my um, maternal grandma. Basically, she's always been an entrepreneur, even though she was challenged yeah. at birth because she had a physical challenge, but it didn't stop her at all. It mm. didn't stop her. She was always doing one thing or the other. Everybody knows her. She was feeding people all along the road, and she was an entrepreneur. Mm, so great. I picked up that from her and also from my grandpa, who's always been an entrepreneurial person. Even okay. though he was in government, he was always, um, you know, okay, I'll buy land there, I'm building there, that kind of thing. Mm. So I've always had... That I've always had people to look up to when it comes to having the and being an entrepreneur, basically. Both of you sound like you have very supportive families. Yes. I don't know if they are, I don't get the sense that they are the traditional, typical Ghanaian family because <laughs> <laughs> if you told your parents, no matter how old you were, that I'm quitting my great job mm-hmm. outside to come to do what? Right, right. No, I think by now they know. No, but like you yeah. know, my dad always knew the type of child that he had. Fair. You know, the type of child that breaks the rules, mm-hmm. not in a bad way. But you know, I'm the one that Look doesn't see. Own, yeah. um, like you can't tell me no. Like what do you mean no? <laughs> like no, we can do it. Like right. you can never tell me something cannot be done. Something Everything is, is solvable. No, Everything no, no. is solvable. You just need to sit yeah. down and figure it out. It can't be done. So I, I've always been that sister, that sibling to my 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 family. My yeah. my dad knows what ch- kind of child, mm-hmm. and I didn't make a a lot of bad decisions. So once I told him that this is what I'm going to do, 
he didn't show me that he was mm-hmm. afraid, but he was like, okay, fine. Because he knew what I'm capable of, right. you know, my tenacity. You know, I'm always very resilient in everything. You know, everything that I put my mind to, I do it, and I make sure I do it very well. If not, I don't touch it at you all. No. It at all. Right. So what do you think budding entrepreneurs today are lacking? Patience, I would say. Um, mm. Why? Okay, when you finish. I feel they're always in a hurry for things to align, but you need to do the work. Right. If you don't do the work, you, you won't get from A to B or C. You have to do the work because I see everyone, oh, I want to do that, I want to do that. What work have you put in? Mm. And that same thing, how long did it take for you, KK, mm. to be able to say that, no, I'm a boss. <laughs> like, this, this is working. Wow. How long did it take? Maybe two years. Two years. Yeah, two okay, years. So that's how long you put in yeah. the work mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. able to realize yeah. that. How about you, Nana? Should I answer the no, question this from this like, uh-huh. how yeah, long? Yeah. You know what? I still undermine that part of it, that I'm right. a boss. I do the work. My work shows for itself, but I hardly say that I'm a boss. Mm-hmm. Even though everybody says it. It's it's um but I am a boss. You can <laughs> no, you, I you boss, are a boss. I, 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 whatever I, I, you put your mind to, you have I, done it. No, no. Yeah. I you know how people will constantly Say I'm a boss. I'm a boss. Nah, yeah. I let my work show for yeah. it. That's right. Yeah, I like that. This is like a reflexive moment. Like yeah, to I had to think about it. <laughs> no, yeah. I am a boss, but I, I just that. don't project it. Yeah, yeah, all the time. No, yeah. not a, not yeah. at all. But my work speaks for itself. Okay. When so. you see my brand, nothing t- will tell you that I'm not a boss. Correct. Right. Yeah. So for me, I feel like they lack a sense of specific business skills oh. and then, you know, knowledge limitations. They are always in a rush like, um, okay, just because this person is doing nails, I'm going to do it too. It's easy. It. Mm-hmm. And they don't take time out to sit down, have a plan, do the research, gain the knowledge mm. to say, okay, this is what actually goes into this type of mm. business. This is how you do this when this happens. This is how yeah. you do this when this happens. Turn this this way or turn this the other way. Mm. No, they don't have that. And they're not willing to learn, I think. Mm. You know, um, you see a lot of businesses come up and then in the next minute they are folding. Mm. Why? Lack of knowledge, lack of specific business skills just because somebody's doing it it. they want to do it too but it doesn't work like that real business people might real business minded people um have a solid um resilience where it's not all rosy Mm -mm. there comes a time where you're a crossroad and you don't know what to do that is when your inner entrepreneur comes out right if you're able to get over that hump you're a real boss You're a real boss. Yeah. <laughs> um, let me not even jump the gun. Do you get such um, offers to be mentors to people, perhaps in yeah. this like, line of business, people who want to start out? Mm-hmm. So you have mentors like yes, that? Yes, not, yes. Not the same, not necessarily the same in the same business, but maybe they want to start their own, own business, business. or They just want um, guidance. Mm-hmm. Right, you know. right, right. I'm tempted to ask what's next for you, but I feel like you've already told me that. But I'm still yeah. going to ask, what's next for you? Well, for us, we're planning, like you said, just watch. Um, we want to be a powerhouse. Mm. Like watch a beauty the power, space. Yes, a beauty powerhouse. <laughs> wow. Where you come in and you're a one-stop shop for everything. Yeah. Um, what's the name of the products that you are making yourself? Uh, I mean, just gel, to gel, gel polish. polish. Gel yes. polish. Yes. Okay. okay. And then we have like no treatments as well. So okay, great. Yeah, we make all of them in California. Oh, yeah, that's where our vendors are from. Just in case anybody thinks it's from China, no. <laughs> the Chinese well, thank you. <laughs> well, it's from California. All right. Don't don't add this part to right. it. I don't want anybody <laughs> to come <laughs> to my shop. I'll try. Don't, is this part coming in? Uh, yes. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. You edit it, I'm sure. Which um. Oh, let me finish my other. Go ahead. Because you know how I had all my points. I'm very 
I have to write everything yeah. down because yeah. my brain. Yeah, yeah. yeah my brain. So for me, um, we're looking. When you say what's next for for us yeah. personally, I'm looking to grow the brand global globally and create more jobs through our future expansion, and also to add value to people's lives through our future business endeavors. Right. So, hmm. so I, I think what I love about your business up to this point is it's very outward looking. Mm-hmm. And so I, I've never thought about going to get a money or petty in terms of getting an experience, like relief, just shutting myself away from the world for a while. For a while. But in fact, not long ago, I had a haircut. I knew <laughs> this guy who's going to cut my hair is going to take at least an hour. Mm. And I was happy about that because I, I knew I just wanted to you be could away. Zone out, yeah. Yeah. And now when you mentioned it, it made sense. Yeah. Well, the business, the yeah. beauty industry, yeah. is, especially for you guys. like It's, it's an, so escape. Yeah. Yeah. That, an escape. That, that is why it was imperative for me to have certain things in there. Like the yeah. mood, the lighting, the ambience. The music. The music. Right. You know, those little mm. things, people don't pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. But for us, those little, little things is what it's makes up polish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, I tell people, I want you to come into my, I want my nail salon to be a place where you come in. Come with a book. Yeah. Sit down, mm-hmm. shut up, get your feet work, done and read. People come in, especially now that people work from home. Yeah. So now they have like flexible schedules. Mm-hmm. They come sit down, get a pedicure whilst they're working. Mm-hmm. Or on their, on their Zoom, whatever, yeah. where they're not talking, but, you know, they're typing mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. And we provide Wi-Fi, so why not? Wow. You know, we, we provide... You have compl- your drinks. You have your complimentary coffee. drinks. Yeah. You know, and it's not just, like, one type of tea. It's, like, we have multiple. Everybody that's been to Polish knows we have at least... Basically, we're big on excellence. Yes. Everything we do has to be with excellence. That's right. You heard it from my BFF. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> now I'm like I'm so excited about your business, your chemistry. Another confession, when I was going to have this interview, right? right. I was speaking to um a few of my colleagues, right. especially the ladies in the office. And I'm like, guys, I, I can count how many times I've entered a nail salon. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Jack. <laughs> and then they were telling me about all these type of nails. I'm like, yeah. what are you talking uh, about? Yes, 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 yes. And so I, I didn't know how to feel entering this interview. Mm. But it's not just, it's a business. Nah, yes. Yeah. At I'm, the end of the I'm day, so it's a business. Yeah. So then, then it makes me a bit concerned, not concerned, but maybe curious. Do you have a succession plan? Are you, I mean, of course, you're not looking to end the business, to leave the business anytime soon. But do you have a plan in place for the business to last 50 mm-hmm. years, yes, 60 yes, years? Yes, mm-hmm. You yes. do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why we said we we're trying to expand globally. Mm-hmm. Right. And then another thing that we had mentioned earlier was that we're constantly educating ourselves. So with all the new trends, the new innovations that are coming up, we see ourselves being up there somewhere, bringing all those things to life. So like, again with the manufacturing out of our products. Mm. That's now we move to the production side. Production side. So that's a whole new part of our succession plan. Absolutely. You know, because before it was just the physical mm-hmm. doing the nails and buying the products from people, but now we are actually manufacturing. And which we've is been the, in the industry, so now we know what works what, and what, what works, doesn't what people work. like, yeah. what what's gonna be a hit in the next two, three years. Because mm-hmm. you know I'll, I'll tell you something. When we started doing the uh, rose petal pedicures, nobody oh was doing it. You need to tell me what those are. <laughs> <laughs> so rose petal is like a luxury line of pedicure. And instead of the usual um, pedicures, salt, yeah. pedicure salts, it comes in like rose petals. Oh. So it's, it's luxurious. It's, it's, um, Imagine your feet, feet in, in rose in petals. Exactly. You know and how then like, like when you go to all these um, uh, Asian countries and yeah. you go for like yeah, spa, um, spa yeah. you have all mm-hmm. this yeah. rose petal yes we we do that but ours are soluble so they actually melt in the water and then you know it, it makes your skin soft your foot soft you know they they act as antioxidants they you detox know, your yeah, feet because your feet remember, you know, but nobody had a lot of senses there. nobody had it detoxes wow. your whole body no, and we wow. bought Basically. it nobody had it even the jelly pedicure nobody was doing that Wow. You know, so we 
um, are looking at things that are happening like three, four, five years from mm-hmm. now. We're, do, we're getting we're getting ourselves up there. We're we've, we're preparing ourselves so well that um, it will be like a, a smooth transition where people will actually come to us mm-hmm. to buy those things instead of going to maybe. Their, their vendors. We're looking at servicing the salon industry. That's right. Mm. Exactly. So that's part of our succession plan. I've exhausted my questions, but oh, I, you I, have don't more. Like, I, feel, I don't feel I don't want to no, 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 find you. Bring them out. Oh. What hasn't he asked? <laughs> so you, you, you'll be surprised to know that you, you've answered everything. So you said what is different about... Oh, yeah, and you have. Yeah. But uh, what, what differentiates you from the rest? And in fact, you haven't... Nobody's doing... Nobody was doing what mm-hmm. you were doing. Mm-hmm. And then also I tell mm. you this, and everybody knows. When I when we started Polish, yeah. we only had four nail racks. Four nail yeah. racks. Mm-hmm. racks. It's nothing. I tell it's you something. In the beauty industry, that's... It's nothing. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's... Let's yes. say 10 on each line or 15 on each line yeah. is nothing. Yeah, it's yeah. nothing. Mm-hmm. Like it's, mm-hmm. But in two years, even before two, before years, two years, we went yeah. from maybe 30 nail polishes to over 350. Now wow. we so probably have thousands. Yeah, we're in the thousands. Oh, no, not yet. But we're like six, we're yeah. about 650. So you come wow. to polish brands, today, yeah. you have all this plethora of colors to choose from. If it's yellow, you have 10 shades of ten yellow. Shades of yellow. <laughs> if, if it's red, you have... See, that, that is what we wanted. We wanted people to have choices. Choices, You know, yeah. you mm. can't find anywhere. So where are you going? It's part of the experience, giving mm-hmm. me Thank a choice. You. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Now, see, see, now you're speaking our language mm-hmm. because now we've, ex- we've educated you on what our visions are, what we're all about. Mm-hmm. I'm a believer. Now you're speaking, there, you go. <laughs> yeah. there you go. I'm a believer. There you go. Did you ever have to go for loans no no in your business so no. it was right from the beginning yes. how much you invested yes. into mm-hmm. it how much did it cost to have those four racks in the beginning oh now if you look at it it's like it's what maybe four. 500 dollars yeah yeah oh. and now it's yeah. i'm gonna end this now i can't <laughs> so so that that shows you growth Right. Yeah. When you see the four in a racks space of how many to years, this yeah. to this um, wall of gel heaven or color heaven, and it's mm-hmm. not even just the you can see that this is a company that is growing. Mm-hmm. Right. If you look at us with just three pedicure chairs to five now, mm-hmm. you can tell that that's growth and another right location. There. That's growth. Yeah. That's growth, and that's yeah. what we are all for: growth, yeah. growth, and nothing else. So ensure that we're growing properly. We do not compromise on one customer service, mm-hmm. the quality of our products. Everything has to be a hundred and ten percent, not hundred percent, hundred and ten percent for us. Do you think if you didn't have that opportunity of importing from? outside the country, making your own products outside, do you think it could have been possible for you to do all those things locally? No. No. Mm. And I'll tell you why. Um, I've had a few instances. You know, when COVID hit, we lost almost all our vendors. And I'll explain something to you just so you understand and for your listeners. In our world, to have one vendor can take you about a whole year. Really? Yes. To have a credible, credible solid source, vendor, yeah. mm. it can take you about a whole year. Mm. Because you go to them, you tell them what you're looking for. They have the products that you sample them. Okay, you make your purchase. You come back home, you ship everything home. You're not there when they're shipping. Yeah. Like you pay for your products. Mm-hmm. They've, sh- they've shown it to you, it's good. But then you can get back home and yeah. they bring you something that you realize, oh my God, this is not this it. Is not it. So right there and then, it's not a good vendor for you. Mm. So you keep going. You keep going to find the looking. right one. And right one meaning whatever you saw on the day of sampling is the same the product same you're thing. getting when after it's can. made its way through the shores or whatever mm. to come all the way to Accra. Right. right. So for us, we had like six credible vendors. We lost 
every single one of them through COVID. Wow. So then we had to rely on on what so is here. We had to buy yeah. some things from here. On the market, yeah. And I almost ruined my business. The quality is not the same, even though it's in the same bottle as what you always listen, purchase from a brewery. <laughs> okay? There yes. is two CD polish on the market, and there's 50 CD polish on the market. And the same bottle. Same, yes, bottle. same bottle. You choose. So I always say that even though we work hard, God also favored us mm-hmm. for us to be able to maintain um, through COVID till now. No, that is God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys. So well, thank much. you for having us. Thank, thank you, you for, for having us. This glamorous. Thank you. When are well, you your listeners can it? see us. <laughs> what did you see? They can see us. Oh. <laughs> Next time, <laughs> we'll probably be on Yeah. Yeah, but I'm definitely visiting and bringing a few people along. Yes. Yeah. Don't you have, like, guy friends that don't believe in, like, self-care? Bring them. I, I bring them. Yeah. Yeah. I would actually yeah. bring them bring over them. Yeah. for that. You should, like like we, we, we mentioned earlier, it's it's um, interesting how times have changed. Yeah. Men are actually taking care of themselves now Yeah. than before. And, you know, you know. It's amazing to see. I yeah. love it. it I yeah, love we love it. it. When we see them, they're, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Because... You you want you want to be with a guy that l- takes care of themselves because right. you know it's it's a, it's, a, it's also it's a kind of morale for us you know <laughs> yeah. like you gotta keep yourself clean. I if mean, you can't keep clean, how are you gonna keep us? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, don't know. Okay, okay, that's great. Thank yeah. you, thank you so thank much. Thank you for having us. Thank we you appreciate you. Yeah, I always usually say the one thing I learned from each episode that I recorded. I can't even find the one thing because there's so much mm. to take away from mm-hmm. yours. But I think the biggest takeaway for me is growth. Yeah. It's a thing of believing that your dreams are valid. Yes. And consistency. Consistency, putting in the work, yep. you know, mm-hmm. for two years. Yes. Like, and then the growth will happen. Yes. That's, that's big for me. Yeah. And I hope that anybody entrepreneur listening to this Knows that it's possible, but you have it to put in the work. It is possible. You can put, do no, it. No, you have to put in the work. Put, put in, in the, the work. work, yeah. And then w- another thing is, if you don't put it, put in the work, it catches up with you. It will catch up. Mm. Because yeah. it will get to a point where you will have to make critical decisions. And because you didn't put in the work, you don't know which way it to look. It will show, yeah. Wow. It will show. You know, and when you put in the work, you see it through your numbers. Right. You know, it's not all about the glitz and glam. You got to be hands-on. You have to focus on what you are doing. Don't look at anybody else. Don't look left or right or see who's Don't look at anybody else. Mm -hmm. Stay focused. Educate yourself. Research, research, research. Ask questions. Mm. And then surround yourself also with like-minded, business-minded people where if you have a question, you know, hey, you can ask, I can go yeah. to um, Nana and ask Nana for this business advice or I yeah. can ask Nana, hey, how did you get this vendor or how did you do this? Mm-hmm. You know, never feel too big to ask questions mm. and never limit yourself in how much you can do for your business. Amazing. Never limit yourselves. Amazing. We should have asked this earlier. When you started out, did you do a lot of like... Um, advertisements and i'm wondering how you build your clients so majority okay so (laughs) we um good customer service we communicate communicate with our with our customers constantly um we have a database you know where we take phone numbers um, we take feedback 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 we're big on feedback and everybody that's been to polish that has been in contact with me knows how receptive I am of feedback. Right. You know, I will bombard you. Like, oh, tell me what you think. Like, how was your experience? You know, yeah. I will All force you time. to say something. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You it shouldn't, oh, it shouldn't be because you want to please me. You're telling no. me all the good stuff. Tell me something, something that I could do better. better. So yeah. then I asked, I started off by asking, mm-hmm. I said, what would you like to see? 
you know, mm. because I'm in business because of you guys. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not giving you what you need, then what is the point? There's no point. You know, right. at some point you're going to stop coming because I'm not giving you what it is that you need. Mm. So I always ask questions like, what do you want to see? And they're like, some are like, oh, we're fine. And then some will be like, okay, well, maybe this other shade of this color or this other shade of this color. Oh, more shades? Yeah, but that was when <laughs> that, that was when we were in the little um, okay, okay. store mm. with the four shelves yeah but now but we we make you know, concessions for our clients we we might have a client that likes a certain shade of yellow and it's run out we will go out of our way to find it for them yes amazing do you have a concierge services Mm-hmm. Well, well, it's it's in the pipeline. All right, sure. So yeah. jump in the gun. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You want us to put all our secrets out <laughs> there? We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. Very finally, yeah. your final words. Maybe let me start with you, KK. Pardon? Your final words. Final words. Um, don't give up on your dreams. Speak up. One. Um, know who you are. Right. It's important because it will take you far. And um, yeah, take risk. That's Amazing. it. Yeah. No. no. Final words. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'll say be authentic at all times. Okay. Show compassion when you need to. Yeah. And work hard. Mm. Work hard. Work hard. It's been amazing having awesome. you here. Thank you so much Thank for you. doing this. We Thank you for having you. us. Thank you. Thank you for having us. This is our practice for when we get on BBC, CNN, Forbes. And that's it for the final episode of the Launchpad Stories podcast. I hope you, like me, share the view that hearing these stories from these phenomenal entrepreneurs has been enlightening with so many lessons to take away. You can connect with us on NDNC Launchpad on Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. We would love to hear from you.